It's Wednesday, May 12th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Today on the show, founder of Authentic Ginger Clothing Company, Darren Roach, calls in the show to tell us all about the brand he created to empower redheads. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Well, why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Siggs. Hey, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. on Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. That's right. Available on every major podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. In fact, if you could go review and leave a rate or leave a review and rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your iPhone, we all have it. It helps the show. 
helps us grow and reach more people. And as you know, of course, we do record the show live weekdays at 7 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter Live, and Daily Motion. Yeah. And broadcasting to you always and forever from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Woo! Out of sorts. I'm so all, uh, out of sorts, you can't even say. Sigida. Sigida. Oops, I jumped the gun, sorry. You really did. You better be sorry. I, uh... Yeah, I was sharing and... Sharing and caring. <laughs> Get comfortable here. We've got a special guest today again. I sure do. Darren Roach of Authentic Ginger Clothing Company out of Wolfville, Nova Scotia will be joining us in about 30 minutes or so. Nuggie's bouncing up and down. That's Nugget behind us. Jen Grant to my left. You're right if you're watching. On comments. On comments, as always, if you have any questions about clothing or gingers, yeah. drop them. And Jen will, will uh, respond. Read them on the air if they're interesting. Leave us all of your blue cheese burger questions. I wonder how he's going to wedge that one in today if he's watching. The uh, Yeah, and please, again, I mentioned it off the top, but if you could go on Apple Podcasts, again, that if you don't know, it's that purple app on your iPhone. We all have it. Search The Julian Dion Show and just leave a review. Write a couple of nice words. Oh, yeah. A rating. It helps us tremendously. A lot, a lot of people have done it in the last week, and it makes a big difference with the analytics and all uh, all sorts of things it, it really does so mm-hmm. if that's all you have to do to enjoy this show i mean what 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 yeah what, the, yeah so nugget who's on camera often is <laughs> just staring up right now behind us he wasn't himself yesterday yeah it was we were worried he was uh, a little lethargic not eat oh, this fucking mic boom. Not uh, eating his uh, treats. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, it was just not himself. And uh, you, Jen, on day two since your Moderna vaccination, how are you feeling today? Better. I have a little headache, but apparently that's very very common. So yesterday we went to bed ridiculously early. You went to bed at like six thirty. I went to bed just before eight o'clock. I think it was more like seven thirty, wasn't it? That you went to bed? Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I guess. Maybe 7.30. doesn't matter, but it was early. Yeah, we're doing that thing where we're trying to think I of a know. detail of a story that That's no one cares not about. relevant. Was it 7.30 or 6? I'm pretty sure 7.30 because oh, it was it. a thing and the sun was still kind of up <laughs> and it was... Whatever. We went to bed early. You went first and then I came down here to get my headphones, my earbuds, and I discovered what was wrong with our sweet Prince Nugget. Say that again, that last uh, part. You were not with me at all. No, no. Empty. I, I was. I was. I discovered what was wrong with him. What? That spider plant upstairs. Which one? Is it a spider oh, plant? Yeah. I don't know. That that with the green, long, uh, thin green leaves yeah. that he just eats for some reason. Cat Animals are dumb. People will always be like... I my, think we can't get plants. They're like, you know what? I was thinking that last night. We can't. 
unless we hang him up or something, but people you mean always the one that's say dead? the one that's dead by the patio doors. Yes, with the long green leaves, yeah. like a spider he plant ate a type. Lot of it? At th- well, hold on, let me get to oh. it. Yeesh. He. Uh, the thing is, people always say, "Oh, pets are so smart." If there's a tsunami, they go to higher grounds before even humans know. <laughs> it's tsunami. like, yeah, my dog ate an SOS pad. Like, how smart? <laughs> They're dumb. Is that a bit? No. Oh, yeah. No. Jot it down. Jot that down. That's a good one. Are you gonna remember? I'll remember. I'm writing Write it, it down on that right piece now. Of paper. That's a funny bit. Tsunami SOS. I like it. But people are always like. Uh, harping on how smart look at it look at it you go and he looks at you look how smart yeah. he knows his name you know does he know his name or does he respond to um you like come here you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so anyway they're dumb so last night i come down to get my earbuds and the cats we leave them in the mudroom when we go to bed because we don't want them to wreck the house because they, they they're gross and they wreck things yeah and That's if you don't sure. tie them up in the backyard, they leave forever. It's like, what's the point? Anyway. I know. So put them in the mudroom. I come downstairs here in the studio, grab my earbuds. As I, I leave, I notice I open the door to the mudroom and Nuggy's got both of his legs up in the air and he's cleaning his arsehole, <laughs> which he's not even cleaning it. He's just fully licking three little Lincoln logs hanging from his fur, like full logs. He's just like in there trying to... And they're attached. They're hanging out like a sausage factory, like like links. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Three just cat logs. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I went upstairs and got the cat wipes. And and, and cats don't know when you're trying to help them. So he's freaking out. I'm, I've got him between my legs, ass facing out, holding the tail up. And it's just a mess back there. It's so nice that you didn't wake me up for that. Yeah, while you were uh, feeling the side effects of your vaccine. Otherwise, you would have been way up there with me. I Often, you have to do those gross jobs, and you're the most squeamish. I was dry heaving. Uh, uh, and, uh, and that he's probably like, was scaring him. And he's like, wee, wee, and I'm holding his tail. and hold- You're like, yeah, I feel like doing this. And and if you, yeah, if you could explain to a cat, okay, you either have to lick these pieces of shit, or I can help you. <laughs> He d- he didn't seem to have any problems with licking them. I don't know. I don't know what his strategy was there, just like to melt them. I don't know what he just was going to town, which is also Aww, gross because we so let bad them. For him. Yeah, I know he was so in distress. Bad for you too. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> They're so smart. But he ate this, so I pulled this long leaf, like no. this eight-inch leaf. Come on. It was well, it was like folded, so like maybe four and a half, five-inch leaf, wrapped in shit. No. Yeah, it was like, so the shit was like hanging from, that's what it was holding all the links together. This is disgusting in the morning if you're watching us live. No, but that's crazy. So it never digested. I thought of the thing, I thought of like, if I should cut it or when I just pull, I just gently pull, it was like out. I'm impressed you did that. And, but it was a full, fully formed leaf, undigested. He didn't even (gasps) chew it. He just swallowed an an entire length. And you know, I saw him do it when he did it the day before last, like not yesterday, the Shit. day before. No wonder that plant died. He, uh, well, sure, we can blame the cat, but we all know. What? As if that's why, him gnawing on a couple leaves here and there. No, it wasn't here it's, or there. It was a deep-rooted problem. No, no, no. You I really think it's because he ate 100%. a couple leaves that the plant is not dead? Not a couple. No, you should, I don't. No, 
You will not win this argument. It's, that's not what killed the plant. Yes, it is. No, no. Yes, it is. You can if it makes. What happened no. to the money tree? Then the money tree is dead. Well, that it's not like one plant died and so the other died. So it's both the same reason. <laughs> no, I will bet no. the farm that it has nothing to do with the cat. I don't care what you'll bet. I know I'm right on this one. You're actually not. Yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, we could say yes, no, percent. yes, no all day, but no, that's no, not what thou- killed. Yes, no, absolutely. Yes. You th- really think him taking a leaf off here and there killed the entire thing from the inside up? Yes. No chance. Okay. You know, then you know nothing about plants and I want to know. I want to know if anybody knows anything about gardening. Let me know. And Julian's painting it like no. You don't, don't think, say anything. You don't, don't think a plant anything. can survive draw, having oh, a couple so, leaves sorry, plucked? I just draw it on you. Draw it on Drew, you. Don, Drew. <laughs> this vaccine's getting to your head. Listen, stop talking for a minute and hear my point. You drewed on me. <laughs> anyway, I if th- it wasn't just a couple full leaves, it was like all the leaves on the bottom. There's like two kind of like it was a tropical but plant. But they're already but dead. Just listen. <laughs> Forget it. I know I'm right, and there's nothing you can say. Literally you're, nothing. You're not well. You're not right. But if if you want to feel, am right. okay, agree to disagree. No, no, it's not agree to gr- disagree. That's not the point. The I point don't is, even agree to disagree with you. Yeah. No, yeah, I won't even do. do that. I know I'm right. End oh of. God. Did you put some uh, extra cream and annoying uh, in very your coffee? I'm reasonable, mo- like all the time. But on, and I will be willing to I see your guarantee point. No. A plant can no. survive having no. a couple leaves plucked off. It wasn't of it. a couple leaves. You don't know because you're not paying attention to it. I know because I cleaned his shit last night, and I know that it's if he had done that, that on a regular basis, no. I think we would have noticed. No, it's not just that. It, there's two, it's a tropical plant, and there's two like thick stems that come out. There's technically three, but one of them, there was. Le- two of them had leaves on them and the bottom one that was closer to the ground I can't believe we're fighting about this is so stupid no he he ate all the outside of every single plant so if er, every leaf so if every leaf was this long it was chewed down to this much plants will die like i've i know that for sure because in the garden if an animal got in before we got the fence and ate half of all of the leaves it did die i've seen it die from that Many right. times, the deer will go and eat half of the leaf on every single leaf, and then the plant dies. Yeah, but he didn't. He yes, didn't he eat. did. No, it was rubbing up against the wall no, and stuff. It died from the no, inside out because of the no, lack of didn't. care. No, it did not. <laughs> I will admit How that. Can, why can't you be this passionate about other things we talk about on the show? You don't even listen to me most of the I p- will, time. I, I mentioned plant death. And I will like, admit this, though. I will admit this. That when I got, I I tried to get plant food, like fertilizer, because I had read that it makes a big difference when it comes, like a lot of plants need extra fertilizer and plant food. So I got that, did what the instruction said on the box, added like seven drops to the water and then, and then watered the plant. And, um, then, then the plants, both plants didn't seem to do well. I thought it would give them a boost, but then I read later that plant that it killed the, it. the reviews say uh even though the box says seven drops do half of that so if anybody's watching and cares about any of this and you want to add plant food or fertilizer to your house plants give half of what they recommend because it's too much anyway having said that though 1000% i'm right 1000% no doesn't agree matter to disagree can Sh- i can i finish can the you story please close your mouth 
Who's going to host the show? About that part, and we'll move on. Thank you. It feels good knowing I'm right, even though you will never admit it. Well, you just don't know what you're talking about, so I understand. <laughs> so anyway, but you didn't let me finish my story. So when, when not yesterday, but the day before, when he ate a leaf, he puked one up right away, and it was just fully formed but folded up. Why didn't you tell me this? Because you freak out every time about your plants. The plants, the plants. Oh my God, the plants. And the cat. Anyway, so... That's what happened. That's why he wasn't himself yesterday. He was like, think about that for him. It's like if you had like a a nine foot rope inside your body. Yeah. It was like the length of his entire body. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to have... You're nine feet tall. We're not going to have plants anymore. The only kind we'll have are... It's so annoying that they won't let us have... Their animals are annoying. They're disgusting. They wreck shit. They stink. And they run away if you don't tie them up. And they shit everywhere, all over your yard. I mean, what's the point? I know. It makes you wonder. Take him for a walk. The dog, he pulls you the whole time. It's like... I know. <laughs> anyway. It's so true. But they're so cute. I know. Are you doing a, a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Uh huh. Daily dose, daily dose. Yep. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the headlines from Jen Graham. That was the lamest. Oh, mine too. Ever. Zero. Here's your daily dose for Wednesday, May 12. Do you remember me telling you about that uh, high high school? St- teacher who was accused of sexual assault and exploitation against students at a school St. John's in Perth. Did you remember that? In St. John's in Perth? Uh, it's called St. John's in Perth. Here? Ontario. Oh. Yeah. Then maybe. Okay. Well, that happened, I think we found out about that about a week or so ago. Anyway, so there's, there's some students at that high school that it happened at in in perth st john's catholic Catholic school school? right they boycotted their virtual classes yesterday because they found out that a bunch of teachers held a gathering to say goodbye to the student or this uh teacher oh my god i know so what was he accused of again uh sexual assault and exploitation and they had a going away party yeah so this one teacher, one student was <laughs> like, crazy. I don't, okay, first of all, there's a few things in the story that are surpri- uh, surprising to me, that one, one of the students uh, had heard that the student that was involved in the story wasn't one of the students to be sexually assaulted or exploited, but had heard a rumor that the teachers, some teachers were throwing a going away party for this man who was fired for sexual assault and exploitation. And she uh, then found out, how did she hear that rumor? I didn't hear any rumors when I was in school about teachers, but then she heard, plus all the students are at that's home. Crazy. So that's weird. And then she found out that um, a couple of her teachers that she had for like science and math or whatever were going to this gathering. And she told her mom and the mom was super pissed off because she's like, why would... You know, like they're condoning this kind of behavior and like 
treating it like it's normal and it's okay. So they're very, very upset about that. And um, that, well, that is crazy. It is. It's like we're having a soiree for Gret- Glenn. Uh, he's he's leaving his job because he killed the family when drunk driving. He's yeah, going going away for a while. So we're I just know. gonna have just a little potluck. So bring whatever I you know. can, a lasagna or I know. It's even worse. I would have loved sexual assault of kids. I know. And they're like, "What are you wearing tonight?" I know crazy eh and was it an in-person or did they have a virtual send-off don't know i'm not sure either or it's like it doesn't crazy. matter yeah exactly it's like you're muted Mute, you're giselle you're muted oh sorry i was saying a pedophile i know we can see you mouthing the words pedophile it's crazy unmute yourself it's crazy it's, yeah yeah so that's uh did you see that j- and changing- think of him to accept mm-hmm be like, oh, thanks. Okay, guys, sure. I know. And think of the vibe. Like, you, you've been to a party where someone's like off a fresh breakup. Imagine the vibe of this mm-hmm. thing. I know. Where it's like... <laughs> it's shocking. Like, do you think that the reason these teachers are doing it is because they don't believe... This guy's name is Jeff Peters. Do you think that they like Jeff Peters and believe that he's been falsely accused? Probably. You can't... You can't they must. think he's legit and have a send-off i know it must be it eh? must be a like uh well it's just good it's this is not goodbye this is see you later when this all blows over i know because we know you and is there any better excuse to like cut class than my teachers are supporting a sexual predator like i would have loved that people are you know you see in movies where teenagers are like heating up a thermometer and then putting in their mouth to fake being sick like ferris bueller's day off and all that yeah this one is the best hey mom i'm not going i'm not gonna boy i'm boycotting my virtual class because my teacher there's a teacher getting a going away party who what i don't know your mic is so low your voice is so is that better yeah I think people never say it's low. I know, it's but I you. see it on the monitor here, the the levels, and it's like you're barely registering. It's like, uh, Mom, Ferris Bueller. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to skip class once to pick it mm-hmm. for a strike. Strike on for strike. What? I was part of, I, was, I worked at a nursing home, as you know, during high school. Mm-hmm. And the QP is the union there in New <laughs> Brunswick, and I had to go pick it. We had a strike for wages, and my shift to go pick it was like from one a.m. to seven a.m. or something. Oh I, m- I remember just standing outside with a with a sign outside of the nursing home, <laughs> making sure no scabs go work. Is it scab? I think so. Yeah. And I remember that. I remember being young, and this was the first time I noticed how people can just re like with rhetoric get what they want Mm -hmm. because we were picketing for better wages and more vacation and stuff like that and well i just had to because i was in the union but i didn't really care but then when we had a meeting with the president of the union and all this they basically gave us the same package but just worded it different people were like yeah and i remember i was like 17 and i'm like this is the same thing What, what are you guys doing and everyone went back to work and that was that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Yeah. Next story. Did you hear that um, the prime minister said we can all p- 
possibly hope for a one-dose summer. Have you heard of this? What does that mean? That means that if 75% of people in Canada get one dose, we might be able to hang out outside at a distance this summer. One-dose summer. Take a seat, white boy summer. One-dose summer is here. What's white boy summer? It was something that Chet Hanks or Chet Hayes, Tom Hanks' son, was trying to start, but it it died. Mm. What is it? I don't know. It's just like white boy summer. Listen to certain songs, dress a certain way. Oh, my God. So now they're... Did you hear that AstraZeneca is not... I wasn't going to talk about vaccines, but this is crazy. Did you hear that AstraZeneca is no longer being given as a first dose in Ontario? What happens if you've had your first dose of AstraZeneca? Well, I heard an interview today on the radio, and apparently, if you've had your first dose, you can have your second dose from AstraZeneca probably sooner than most people can get their second dose of anything else because they're no longer giving AstraZeneca as the first dose. So for instance, my sister got AstraZeneca and she was not, she did not feel well, really not well. And then for two weeks. Yeah, at least. And then, so she could, I, I'm guessing she can probably get her second dose sooner than we Ugh. would be able to get our second dose You're of like, Moderna, Go ahead. but, but you're going to be sick again from it for sure. Less though, or uh, by the sounds of it, it's no, one, no one's sure. But at the beginning, they were saying like one in a million AstraZeneca, like will get a that take <clears throat> AstraZeneca will get a blood clot. Then it was down to like what two hundred fifty thousand, one in two hundred fifty thousand. Now they're saying there's an increase one in two. cases, and now it's one in sixty thousand. Jeez, is, I know. That's crazy. So now they're saying, uh, eh, we better not. But, well, yeah. But then, so I I was listening to this interview. So you could get your second dose. And the doctor was saying that probably, like, if you didn't have any issues the first time, you're not going to have an issue the second time, like in terms of blood clots. But how many people will want to take that chance? I know. But it's if you get your second one, then you're fully vaccinated, which is, uh, that's an incentive. So if you can just put up with being sick, but it's scary. Then he said, the other thing you could do if you don't want to get AstraZeneca, you can get, instead of, you can start all over basically and get like the first dose of a Moderna oh. because it's a whole separate thing. It's a separate Yeah, it wouldn't count as a second dose because it's yeah. a whole, but yeah. they, they did say, I heard Dr. Fauci say you, if you took a shot of Pfizer, you could in theory have a second dose of Moderna, but not like yeah, right. AstraZeneca or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Have you heard this? Have you heard the term, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, chuggy? I don't know. Describe it. It's Well, first of all, it's spelt C-H-E-U-G-Y. C-H-E-U-G-Y. <laughs> Chuggy. It sounds like what I was doing when I was cleaning the catchit last night. Chugging. <laughs> hey, you haven't heard of it then? No. So they say if you haven't heard of this term, you in fact may be chuggy. It's a very spit, but isn't it? it wouldn't be you because it's a very specific type of white woman. It became famous on uh, TikTok. It's not quite oh uncool. It's someone who is ever so slightly out of touch. Like, how many terms do we yeah, need? Yeah, but TikTok sucks for that. TikTok has, has claimed that the side part is out of touch. So I know. You don't, you don't decide life, TikTok. I know. It's an attitude, in quotes. 
They say, here's an example of using chuggy in a sentence. In a, like in a, um, there was this uh, Instagram or Twitter post. Here's, here's chuggy being used, okay? Chuggy is getting married at 24, having his, or her, his and her bath towels in that font. You know what I mean. In that font? Well, I, I don't know. what Does you know, that make me a chuggy? I think so. In that cursive font, I think. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, you've seen his and her bath towels. I'm sick of TikTokers being on their high horse of what's acceptable. I know. Who cares? I would love if we had towel, matching towels with embroidered <laughs> our I know, names I on it. I think I'm chuggy and I, maybe I'll own it. Maybe I'll get bath towels with chuggy written on it. Mr. and Mrs. Chugs. <laughs> no, but really, who cares? And but and I know a lot of people. That's that's like a goal in New Brunswick, where I'm from. Yeah, it's like if you're married by 24 and have the matching towels, you've won. It's success. It says here it's uh, aimed toward affluent white millennial women, but because the word is brand new in our lexicon, it seems seems more innocent than it actually may be. As a word, it's just a made-up word, so it doesn't have have that loaded history, which I guess makes it a little bit more acceptable. Like, why are we reading into this so much, and how many words do we need to describe things? Yeah. It says, here's the definition on, I think this is from uh, Urban Dictionary, the opposite of, it's the opposite of trendy, stylish in middle school and high school, but no longer in style, used when someone still follows these out-of-date trends. This may include, but may not be limited to fashion, habits on social media, usage of slang. Here's an example. My friend told me to change out of my favorite pair of Miss Me jeans because they were chuggy. I think I'm chuggy. Yeah. Chuggy and proud of it. (laughs) Anyway, that's your Daily Dose for today. Oh, short. It's a little short. Yeah. I'm chuggy that way. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. I really, that that trend of dancing is, now we're screwed. It's, I know. We have to do it every time and I loathe it and I think it comes across in my dance moves now. (laughs) I loathe it. I used to, I used to embrace it. And now I don't. What can we do? We'll figure out something. I don't know. What time is it? 7.30? Yeah. I think we could get Darren Roach. Well, he's expecting us now, so. Let's uh, let's do it up. I'm excited to talk to uh, Darren. Nice guy. Okay. Dialing. A Dialing. Uh, dialing. I believe we're connected. I believe we are alive and, and direct with Mr. Darren Roach of Authentic Ginger's Clothing Co. Can you hear us? Uh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, perfectly. Good morning. Sounds dreamy. How are you, man? Ah, very well, thank you. Thanks. I'm just getting up, getting my coffee together here and Love just kind of watching, watching and having a good time. Oh, awesome. Oh, perfect. Sorry, we had a bit of a domestic over uh, <laughs> our plants. You uh, know, I think plants regenerate themselves. Thank you. Darren. Thank you so much. <laughs> Darren, I, do not encourage him. I believe the quote was that I'm 1,000% wrong. 
So uh, now you we are, are wrong. But anyways, I'm liking uh, the start of this chat I'll, I'll, already. I have to say, no. I'm liking this. Um, no. Thanks a lot for joining us. As we mentioned off the top, Darren is founder of uh, Authentic Ginger Clothing Co. out of Wolfville, Nova Scotia, and a beautiful town there, Wolfville. Love that spot. And uh, Ginger, Authentic Ginger is all about empowering redheads and removing the st- stigma associated with being a redhead. Now, before we get into anything, Darren, at first glance, if you were to look at Jen and I, would you yep. categorize us? And I'm not this is not, I'm not going to refute what you say uh, as uh, to know. to amplify the stigma. I just want to know. If you look at me, I'm looking at the camera now. Good morning. <laughs> and then if you were to look at Jen, would you classify us at all? As gingers, go ahead, Darren Roach. 100%. Oh, without bo- a doubt. Both of us? Both of you. Son yeah. of a he bitch. He is not. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And, and I only say that because, you know, when we when we think of the redhead culture, we think of hair that I used to call orange, um, which, you know, people will identify as a redhead if they have this flaming red hair. That said, there are so many shades of ginger so many so many shades of red and so you know julian i, I you have the tint there's a tint of, of ginger in there Jules, take so off your headphones. From, from our perspective you're a ginger get up close in the camera there well come I on don't know please. How clo- well it's funny because <laughs> as i take my headphones off and i'm looking in the camera it looks more it's because it's a little wet Got a bit of a wet look going this morning. And but your beard is insanely ginger. And the beard. That's the thing. My yeah. beard, I will accept. And it's funny because my grandfather was was a redhead, full ginge. And I have my uncle Norm and Ginny, redheads, Eugene. Uh, the more I talk about it, the more I am. But the, thing, <laughs> the reason I never identified as a redhead is because when I grew up, my hair was like white, like, like blonde and no one ever blonde. called you a redhead, right? Never in my life until about seven or eight years ago, I started growing up my beard, which comes in fully orange, and especially right. when the sun hits it, which is, I've I've heard uh, I uh, called a daywalker. Have you heard that term before? No. Yeah, daywalkers are apparently people with red beards, uh, but different colored hair, like brown hair, blonde hair. Um, Christian Bale, for example, is a famous... Daywalker, because he's a brunette, but his beard comes out orange. I'm a daywalker too, then, for that matter. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah. Is, is your hair like orange? Because Jen, Jen has the complexion of a, of a ginger, like full uh, freckles. The white skin will burn in the sun in in uh, about 37 seconds. But I I don't yep. have necessarily <laughs> that complexion. I mean, obviously, I don't I don't go into the sun it's that true. much. It's true. You don't you don't burn as fast as me at all. And but this is not. I just wanted to get the ex your expert opinion, and you've. Uh, I guess I'll have to finally accept it. And it, again, it's not as a, I'm not refuting it because there's any negative connotation to it. Only because I never got that in my entire life until I was a grown man. But you know what? I get. Yeah, I guess, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because I mean, you know, I've I talked to so many people since 2018 when we started. Um, you know, and, and even people who have come to me and said, "Look, I want I want to I want to." do some work with you guys. I, I really like what you're doing, your mission. Um, you know, I, I, I think I have red hair. Like I'm pretty sure I do. So they're, they're kind of telling me like, you know, look, I'm looking at them like you're, you're clearly brunette. There's, right, there's right. no way, but, but that's okay. 
you yeah. know, we'll, we'll, we'll accept you and we'll bring you in as an honorary ginger. Um, let's do this. You know, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see and to, and to hear people who, who are really on that borderline of being ginger that really say, I'm crossing the line right now <laughs> and I am ginger. So work with me. You know what? <laughs> T- today, May 12th, 2021, as a grown man, 37 years old, I will cross that line. Oh, thank you. A round of yes. applause there. And I will accept my identity as a ginger. No. Wolf. Yeah. You know what? You're with a ginger, Jen. No, but that's uh, not Darren, bad. I never wanted, I don't know. It's really weird. I, maybe I need to get over it, but I never wanted to be with a redhead. Yeah. And you know what? So it, where it does that stem from? Right? Cause these, it feels incestuous. Where does it come from? It feels incestuous to me. It feels weird. I don't know. Cause when you grew up, your hair was like bright orange. Yeah. My hair is pretty red yeah. still. Yeah. People. Yeah. You have a yeah. really nice color hair, like nice red color in your hair. It's Thank really you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really funny. Um, you know, and I don't even know that it's funny. Um, but some of the conversations I've had, uh, and again, like, you know, when we started this business, uh, it was, it was, it was for the purpose of, um, trying to identify and work with our kids, you know, who were super young at that time, but they were old enough to, to draw images on paper. And so, you know, we, we kind of thought we wanted to, my wife and I, Sheva Solomon, we wanted to, uh, go ahead and, and say, you know, is there some kind of a business that we could start that we can incorporate the kids and, and have the kids involved in it? And so it all kind of just came around with, you know, let's, let's, let's see what they can draw. Let's take these drawings and, and keep them authentic. So if they drew something on a piece of paper, we, I used to say, draw something mystical and what would come out would be like a dinosaur that had a unicorn horn, you know, so a unicorn, we called it. And, you know, my, my, my eldest daughter, Ray, would be like super over the moon with this image. And we looked at taking those images and putting them on t-shirts and saying, okay, if we get these images on t-shirts, the way they were drawn, then we can go to little kids' boutiques and whatnot, sell the shirts, come back, take the profits, take the proceeds, and, and put them into a, to a charity. And then at that time, their charity of choice was, was um, Hope for Wildlife. So they love animals. So they're, they're kind of, they were into this whole thing. So I looked at Chev and I said, you know, this is a great idea. Um, and I think it could really work. And, you know, we sat with it for, for a month or so. Then I kind of was thinking down, you know, I had a, my office in the basement. I was thinking this about myself one day, like, we need to have a brand Like we just can't put out, Oh, here, by the way, here's some clothing from these redhead kids. Right. Um, because it didn't really have much of a redhead theme to it. So before all this was going to take place, I said, I said, maybe we need to have brand is a brand and how, how are we going to create a brand? What's the brand going to be? Um, it quickly kind of came into my head while well, we have, you know, three redheads, actually four. My, my son is a little older. And I don't think he'd want to play mystical creature games, um, you know, during that time. But, uh, but anyway, we, we, we kind of wanted to keep the authentic name in there because they were drawing authentic designs. Uh, and obviously there are redheads. So, you know, there was a thought, maybe three gingers, three gingers designs, three gingers clothing. And I kind of just dinged on it one day and said, oh, you know what? Authentic ginger. And it just kind of rolled, and that was that. And so, <clears throat> as we grew into this kind of piece of of uh, you know this company that we had started, uh, one of the first things I started doing was was researching about the redhead culture. Come to find out, there's there was stigmas attached to the to the culture as far as you can name. 
Um, so I, I've called companies, or not companies, but festivals around the world, Redhead Festival specifically put out there for Redheads. And it was really interesting that, that what came out of that was there still is a stigma attached with having red hair. And I couldn't believe that because, I mean, I knew that it existed. Um, you know, I kind of dealt with it with my son early early days in school. But at the end of the at the end of this whole this whole journey of researching, I, I just kind of realized that there was a better purpose or a bigger purpose that I think I was missing, rather than just putting my kids' t-shirts onto a you know onto a shirt and or drawings onto a shirt and away we go. Um, so it actually started kind of researching and finding out this, and then that led me to talking to other redheads. That led me to 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 people you know giving me their full stories, unloading their entire story uh, of their journey being a, red a redhead throughout their life. And to my surprise, 90% of them had awful stories to tell. And I don't mean awful in the sense that it's still awful today, but as an as a adolescent, as a young, young child going through school, um, you know, the bullying was there, there was mental health issues there, everything was kind of there. So our purpose you know, as we've grown as a company, has been to turn that around, expose the rarity of being a redhead, and sort of letting the world know that this, to me, this is the last known minority that that's out there. So I know I'm kind of getting probably kind of deep here, but it kind of goes back to what 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 uh, Jen was just saying about I just didn't really want to be with a redhead, in, <laughs> yeah. in, and I don't know why. Yeah. I've heard I've heard so many people say the same thing. And it's, it's probably it's just, very interesting for people that are not redheads. Like no one would ever guess that like people are, well, I remember uh, when I was in high school, I dated a guy who was a redhead very briefly and he was an obvious redhead. He wasn't like Julian. He was like red. He was like, and, and I, it was a very big departure for me. I was like, but he was very funny and very nice. So then I gave him a chance and then one time, sorry, Jules, we were kissing. Yeah, are we just bring? Are we just bringing up our exes now? I, didn't, I did not know this is what we're doing. <laughs> well, maybe you are, it's Ginger. Culture. That temper's yeah. coming out. No, but um, he he, we were kissing. Sorry, Jules, we were kissing, and somebody said, "Oh my God, is that your brother?" And I was yeah. like, "Ew." <laughs> and then I thought, it does feel like that because I don't know. It feels like I think it's so rare that if. You are with another redhead. And I used to babysit these little redheaded girls. They were so cute, Katie and Erin. And they were these cute little, and they were, um, like I would say, maybe five and three. And I would take them when I was, like, quite young. I would, we'd, like, walk to McDonald's and get something. And, and I remember people saying, and I was really young. I was, like, 15. And they're like, oh, are these your children? I'm like, yeah, I'm 15. Like, as if. <laughs> But everybody associates if you're with a redhead, you must be a sibling, you must be a, you know, somehow related. So it's, that's creepy. It feels that way to me too. A little bit like we're related. Yeah, right. And, and you know, I, I'll, I'll challenge you on this question. When, when you're walking down the street, um, well, when you can get out from your home and, and walk in, you know, on the streets, um, when you see another redhead, you know, what, and obviously this redhead is just, it's a random redhead that, that you see, you know, in your, in your passing or whatever. Um, what goes through your mind at that point? Do you, do you look at them and, and acknowledge the yes. fact that you're both yes. redheads? Do you have that feeling? Yes. Yeah. I used Julie, to do, do you have that feeling too? No, not at all. But I'm going to start, I'm going to start waving just like a Jeep, Jeep owners do uh, <laughs> wave at each other. Yeah. I'm going to start just doing the two finger wave. 
Yeah. Well, I used to have a joke in my act about that because my roommate at one point was is a black guy. He was an African-American. And when he I noticed I wrote a joke about it because I noticed when he would walk down the street, he would see another black guy because, you know, in Canada, in Vancouver, he didn't he used to say, you know, I'd always acknowledge like and they would do this thing where like, hey, brother or whatever. And I was like, why don't redheads do that? You know, we're a minority. And I used to do a joke about how I'd be like uh, keeping it red, sister. And I'd be doing this thing like, you know, sunscreen, you know, hey, right. Like we, we freckle we, season. Yeah, that's right. We know what we've been through, you know. And um, anyway. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really true. And, and redhead, every redhead has a story. And, and so we try to capitalize and I don't mean capitalize financially. We try to capitalize community. Uh, on those stories, because one of the ways that that we feel that we can we can turn turn the stigma around and and uh, I guess present a, a place of belonging for for a redhead who's who's maybe currently suffering or who has suffered in the past and maybe hasn't gotten past everything is to have them open up, tell us your story, like let's 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 throw it out here to the world, um, and by that you know in turn what 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 my feeling is is that it's going to generate inspiration. And whether, and, and to me, whether you're a redhead or not, mm-hmm. you can draw from anyone's inspiration. So, so, you know, if you've had a super difficult time as a young adult with your red hair, you have a story about that. And that, that story can just spark, you know, inspiration, which in turn to us, our hope is to spark empowerment, which then drives the engine of wearing a state a statement uh, or an article of clothing from authentic ginger which which we kind of put out there as our flame um, we haven't done a, a very huge i guess campaign around our flame yet uh it is coming but our flame is is an identifier if you will uh call it the nike swoosh of the redhead culture when you see this flame on another person uh you know whether it's a sweater or a hat or whatever um, the idea is we want you to look at that hat and go hey that that hat, that's that symbol means something to me and it means something to that person because that's why they're wearing it. Um, this all in turn, to me, kind of just starts to grow the community and grow the exposure uh, that I think the redhead culture needs um, to sort of not necessarily take over the stigma, but at least bring awareness to it. And, and that's, and it's all in, it's in, it's in fun. It's in uh, laughter. It's, it's obviously sometimes in tears. I've had, I've had people get into tears telling stories. Uh, about their past. Um, so it's really a, a mixed bag. And I think you have to have that in order to generate um, that sense of belonging and generate that authenticity. Yeah, that's interesting. And and so how do you, how do you get what, like when you get all these uh, stories and how do you get that message across of your mission for, for people to recognize the flame as, as you say, like the Nike swoosh and as like a, a, a symbol of solidarity among uh, redheads, how, how do you get that out? that message because it is a, a pretty uh, important message and mission is it does it, yeah it, it is and you know one of the things julian that that we are going to look to do is to sort of start making that start bringing that flame into into the conversation on a regular basis so whether it's doing uh, an interview with a redhead anywhere in the world um, bringing that flame in and talking about what that flame means, whether that also means going to schools across the country in Canada and into the U.S. 
uh, maybe virtually, and talking about uh, the redhead culture, talking about what what this flame means. I mean, some look at it as a flame, some look at it as a, as a, as hairlocks that are waving, you know, because it is an animated piece in its true form, um, and it's kind of both, right? So so we know that there's this fiery you know, sort of I guess notion attached to to redheads. I don't know if that's really true. I think that's more myth than anything else. Right. Uh, but I do believe that that. If we can get into the uh, into the school systems and and talk about this minority uh, of the redhead culture, I think the flame becomes that that driver, that piece that people start to see and, and understand what the, what that means. And these kids that are seeing it and hearing it for the first time, um, you know, I mean, this is a daunting task, but as they see it, they can grow with it. And we want we want to be able to have a company that grows with the, the community that we're building. Um, we're still fairly young, as I said, we're, we, we were uh, started in 2018. We have a lot of work to do, um, but, but we also are looking to spread that message a little faster by uh, enhancing our influencer campaigns. Um, so we're working with redheads, um, you know, from, from all areas uh, or from around the globe, actually, um, to work with us on, on product releases. And those product releases will have, generally, will have those flame that flame connected to it. So as they expand into their base, um, they're starting to see that this partnership is is more than just um, this influencer putting out his and his or her stuff. It's this influencer is putting out his or her stuff that also sees and attaches the vision vision that we have as a company to to empower this this culture and to uh, again to create that sense of belonging and hopefully come to the point of exposure that helps to uh, identify the stigma because there are hundreds of thousands of people that don't really know that there's a stigma attached to red hair anyway which to me is kind of mind-boggling i don't know where you've been but um everybody knows redhead so everyone must have heard some story at some point of you know, a disaster, you know, yeah. so that's, that's the way we're looking at it. And there's also these, the, the, there's these, uh, you know, mean spirited sayings uh, to and expressions uh, regarding redheads that you'd hear in school. I think that's a great strategy going through the schools and then uh, teaming up with um, influencers outside of schools is great. But I think if you get them young, if you start pumping out that message, uh, you know, during formative years, when, when those things have more of an impact, negative and positive, you know, when someone teases you in when you're in the ninth grade, it it has much more of an impact than if someone says something to you when you're 37 years old, you know? And 100%. It's, a, it's an overall great message to you because you're celebrating diversity, it's inclusivity, it's, it's really celebrating what makes all of us unique. But when you're a little kid, you don't want to be unique. You want to be like, you know, this one, you want to be like everyone else. You want to be included. You want to be accepted. And when you're little, uh, for me, I got teased all the time about being redhead and I'm reactionary. So they love teasing me more because if I didn't give any reaction, they wouldn't care. Right. The kids would just be like, oh, this is boring. But because I was like, shut up, and I'd be so upset, like, you know, redhead peed the bed. I heard that one all the time. Um, uh, carrot top. Um, like, why do you have those freckles? And uh, all kinds of, and I, I just wanted to belong. I think everybody just fe- wants to feel like they belong. And when you're different and you're a little kid, you feel like people don't accept you. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing too, Jen, is that the, the interesting thing is that if you asked me if I could remember a time in school when someone said something to me and what they said to me, if it made me feel, you know, out of place or, or, or terrible about myself, I couldn't tell you. 
I, I can't remember. But a redhead can remember. Yeah, absolutely. Almost everything that's happened. Yeah. And so do you do, do as redheads, do you get over that or or do you get over it at the time? But, you know, it kind of stays with you all through. Like, I mean, again, going back to these stories, some of the shit that I've heard and some of these, I mean, I, I've, I've interviewed somebody, some people in their 50s. They remember it like it was yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, yeah. to me, this is just, it's mind boggling. And it's and also so it, extra creepy when you're, uh, for, from my point of view, when people wouldn't accept me, I felt like people didn't really accept me and I was kind of a weirdo. Like it's, it's that. And then when you get old enough, I remember when boys would like flirt with me, then it became a thing too. It was never just your gen. It was like, you're the redhead. And I remember, yep. There was this kid who had a crush on me, but I didn't know at the time, right? You look back and you realize, but he made these uh, pipe cleaner glasses um, and Mm -hmm. gave them to his friends too and said, hey boys, we better put our sunglasses on because the redhead is entering the room. Things like that. And then, and then I remember getting older and then like, like you could tell men had this almost like fet. Some people had like fetishes over redheads. So then it's like this, this other thing that's like creepy almost it's like yeah oh i love redheads and it's just like ooh, like stop <laughs> looking at me like that you yeah. pig like so it's like ooh, you're not accepted you're weird and oh your hair is so bright and and then they're like ooh, i love i love redheads and i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah beat it <laughs> yeah not not literally but <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> Oh me first. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Darren? Is the stat still uh, that redheads account for only two percent of the world's population? Is that still the stat? Yeah, it is. And in 2018, um, the best number I could come up with, uh, and I don't know, I haven't seen any numbers since, is 271 million people in the world um, have red hair. The more interesting stat, though, is that 40% of the world's population carries the MC1R regenerative, regenerative you know that word, gene. Yeah. Um, so, so that just means that you know, when someone says, yeah, the redheads, they're going away. Like, there, there won't be redheads in 100 years. You know, I mean, maybe we'll, none of us will be here in 100 years. But, you know, uh, the, the theory behind that is, is that with 40% of the world's population that carries that gene, there's no way in hell that the redhead culture or the redhead gene is going away. It's just, it's just not going to. And, you know, when you look at its origin, there, there's disputes over this, but, but I mean, what I have read and, and, and read more than once is that Asia is, is the starting place of, of this gene and, and produced, uh, produced red hair. So when you, you know, and, and I don't know if you've ever, you know, you, you can try this if you want someday in the sun, if you, if you come across someone who with Asian descent, uh, if you have a look at their dark hair in the sun, I'm telling you, it's it's shimmering red, like it really is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is odd, also because when when an, an Asian person sees a redhead person, they're like freaked right out. Like they're like, whoa, like this is so cool. And so you know, when when you put that stat out there, um, there are so many people in this world that are just walking around with this gene um, that there's I I can't see any reason why this this the, the redheads uh, the redhead gene is going to go away. Right. Mm. It's interesting. What about people that, because I know, Jen, you, you say you don't want to be with a redhead, and at the same time, you get protective when people dye their hair red and claim to be redheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we embrace those people, Darren? Do we just say the no. more the merrier? No. <laughs> Jen says no. 
No, it, well, different category. You know, I'm going to say no on one side, okay. right? Because I'll say no in the sense that, um, you know, I, I think it just becomes more of a cosmetic thing than anything else. Um, that right. said, right? That said, I've I have had two conversations with with um, redheads who are not red haired. Um, they also claim, though, that that they have they have dyed their hair red because they want to be they want to be a redhead. They want to, you know. Now, what they don't know that what they don't want is the fact that you know they don't want to get made fun of. They obviously don't want to have anything that that of a negative connotation towards them. But they feel strong about um, what redheads have gone through, and so it's almost an act of solidarity. Um, these two individuals, um, one, both actually have, w w there's videos on our social channels of both of them talking about it. And, uh, and, and one in particular from, from Los Angeles that I had a conversation with was, was just full on, like, I just want to be part of the redhead culture. My friend is a redhead. I stand beside her. You know, I, I want to nice. be an honorary redhead. And I said, come on the show, come on our, come on our, 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 our stories. Let's do a zoom chat. Let's, let's have fun. Um, because one of the things we try not to do is discourage anybody else to in, in, enter our community. In fact, it's the opposite. We, we really want more than just redheads to come into our community. Um, because you know, we're, we're inclusive. We're, we, we want, we want everybody to, to get something out of what we're putting out there. So again, if they learn from something from a, from a redhead that's telling a story, um, that's great. And and we actually have designed uh, shirts within that within that thought that you know maybe we should have some collections out there that aren't specifically saying, "Hey, I'm a redhead and I'm proud," uh, which we have, um, but also maybe something like we we just launched a, a new a new shirt. Uh, I guess last month called uh, it was, it's it's be be kind uh, sorry be a kind human, and so you know that that means a lot to any anybody. It doesn't just mean it's for redheads. So we're very you know we don't announce it a lot, an, enough. I don't think, but we're very much interested in pulling in brunette, blonde, gray, white, whatever hair colors are out there, and whatever people want to to want to to grab from us uh, from the community and from the content that we put out. I should also mention your clothes are very nice. They're very nice. Yeah, it's a great Thank brand. You. Well, what's yeah. your background? How how uh, how'd you come into this? Yeah, I mean, you know, so my my background is in yeah. What isn't my background in? Um, you know, <laughs> I've been in the financial services industry. I, I've been in the entertainment business. I had a record label for for a while. Um, I met my wife through through the the music business. I managed her career. Um, you know, I mean, I, at, at one point, you know, there were times in my music career that I remember always coming down to merch and, and, you know, thinking about merch to sell at the shows mm -hmm. and, and, you know, designing the merch and, and, and getting it out there as we were, you know, traveling around, you know, the Eastern seaboard. Um, and then it, there were times as I'm a drummer, uh, you know, as a, as a musician, I, I, I play the tubs. Um, and so there was a time when I wanted to to start a clothing line for for drummers, and I was going to call it Beaters. Uh, the problem with that was it was obvious uh, in the music business a beater is a white tank top. Um, yeah. Didn't think it was going to fly. Right, so right. I like the design, but I mean, I when I sort of shopped it around, I was kind of getting some mm, probably not a good idea. So right, right. I said, "What's well, rock and roll, man? Like, what are you yeah. talking about?" Um, but uh, but yeah, so I've always been sort of dabbling in the clothing 
And when we were deciding, you know, of starting a business that incorporated our kids, um, it kind of just naturally fell into that, you know, and, um, you know, again, when when we go back to those drawings that that, uh, my eldest was starting to draw Rhea, um, what else were we going to put this drawing on? You know, it, it was just it was the kind of coolest thing. I still have it today and I still have a, a sample that I, that I printed off to uh, just to sort of, you know, wear at one point and people were like, wait, what's that, man? I was like, it's a, it's a dinosaur unicorn. It's called a unic unisaur or something, whatever I call it. Um, so, so it was always kind of always in the background for me. And once I knew that we were heading into the clothing side of things, I thought, Oh shit, this is great. This is amazing. Uh, wow. What a really tricky industry. And, and how do we, the biggest challenge we have as a company is this, and and I I'm assuming you guys would know this, um, is that we are so niche. You know, on a, on one hand, it's fantastic because we know our audience. Some mm-hmm. some companies start out having to spend months f- trying to figure out who their audience is. Well, we know who our audience is and where they live. We know all the states that have the highest population of redheads uh, globally, as well as U.S. and, and in Canada. Um, you know, is, is how do we, how do we grow? Like, how do we scale this business? Because it's, again, when you're talking 2% of the world's population that we can tap into, it becomes more difficult to sell that to a distributor or to sell that to, um, you know, uh, boutique owners or, or buyers of, uh, of clothing that get them into, you know, to big box stores and stuff like that. It's uh, it's a challenge. So we have to adapt as we grow yeah, as a company. Um, you know, we have to start looking at things like perhaps like SPF clothing. Uh, we have oh, to look yeah. at things like good idea. Uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, and and like you know, I, I've often wanted to to look into uh, the ginger beer uh, phenom, if you will, um, having a ginger farm, a ginger plant farm. Mm-hmm. You know, things like this that kind of fit under the brand that have a more broad appeal. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, sunscreen obviously is 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 one, but you know when you look at the sunscreen, you know it's some of these things be great to have in your in your hopper, uh, but then it's another thing to say, yeah, let's let's just go pull five hundred thousand dollars out of our bank and and let's try to get a sunscreen brand line going. You know we can obviously partner with other companies to do these things. Uh, so those are what kind of what we have our our sights set on uh, in the future. But as we're at now in 2021 we're really trying to grow our base trying to grow our community to be able to work with them and have them kind of tell us you know what are some of the things that would make uh, that would make us a better company or that would help us grow as a company so we're really that, that's kind of where we're at now but we do have our uh, our future kind of starting to lay out uh, lay out nicely you know they say in business now because there's so many businesses in every uh, in every field, there's a business for everything. They actually, it's often recommended to to be niche. You know, before, back in the day, going niche seemed like a limiting path. But now they're saying the more niche, the better, because you'll oh. find your people, they'll support you. And then when you expand mm-hmm. your brand, they'll support those products. They'll talk about it with more passion if it's more niche. Because uh, I've heard that a lot as like a, as a like business advice. Just find... A little corner of the market and just dominate that, and it's really the opposite of what you would think of trying to appeal to everybody and, and the masses. But there's success yeah. in in finding your niche. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a very true statement. And you know, I mean, there are times when I've looked at two percent of the world's population, or two hundred and seventy one million people, for that matter, 
give me 2% of that. Right. And I'm happy. I'm a happy business. You know, I, I can continue to grow. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, being niche is, is great, but if the way I see it is, is in order for us to get that, I guess, uh, fan base built up, we have to be exposed in other areas. You know, I mean, we, we can spend the next yeah. 20 years, you know, until I'm 60, um, no, sorry, more than that, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> trying to, to, to grow that uh, organically. But I think where we are now as a company, um, we really want to, to try to um, utilize what we have around us as well to help spread that net. And spreading that net helps to bring eyes to us. And then once we have those eyes, uh, it becomes, it becomes a, I, I guess, a, a more, um, if you will, I, I can see it. I, it's more, it's in front of me a little bit closer. And so, um, so I hundred percent agree with you on that. Like totally. I think niche is great. Um, niche isn't all niche. Isn't that great though. If, if you're looking at the wholesale market, right. Uh, you know, in, in the apparel business, um, you know, because everyone wants to, you know, to make a dime. And so, you know, so do we, you know, do we go in the wholesale business or do we stay organic online and, and try to grow our crew here and, uh, you know, and, and do those things? It's, it's all there. Um, I think we're, we're doing more exploratory uh, partnerships now to see if, if, if it's, you know, plausible to do, to, to expand our network through, through our partnerships or whether we just kind of pinpoint where we're at now and move forward as is. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I guess information up in the air right now. Who would have thought the redhead culture would have all this kind of, you know, thought behind it? Um, that's what we want to bring to uh, to the world, and and we re we really do. Um, you know, I want to have access to every single redhead globally. That's that's my end goal. Whether you know my kids take over down the road or whatnot, um, that's the, the ultimate goal is to have every every single redhead in this globe at least have heard of our name. And 2% of them kind of come on and become a community member and ultimately wear our clothing <laughs> or I whatever sense, else we're putting out there. I love it. I sense a uh, authentic ginger kombucha down the line. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. How, um, yes. Darren, how have your, your kids responded to this? So this is a great question. And they are responding the exact way I was hoping they would with interest. And what that means to me is when, when I'm, you know, they see me on calls cause we're all home now and we work from home. Um, and I, I'm, I homeschool the kids as well. So, so we're, we're close. Like we're, we're really close. I mean, really close tables right behind me, you know? Um, so we're, they, they see what's going on. They see me on zoom calls. They see me talking to people. They see, I show them all the designs that come in from our designers when it comes down to, uh, to launch day uh, every month. Um, the most, I guess, one of the most special pieces that that I sort of can can sit back and look at and go, wow, this is awesome. Two things. One is when they come to me and say, if we're out and they say, hey, dad, there's a redhead over there. You should go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I should. <laughs> and you know, and I actually sit back and I go, shit. Why don't I have cards on me right now? Because I really should be giving my card to these people that we see on the streets with red hair and saying, Hey, my name is Darren. I own this authentic ginger clothing company just for you. Here's my card. So I kind of like, why did you, you had to tell me that, you know, <laughs> shit. anyway. So I, so I, I, I got to put that on my task list. I need to do that. So that's number one. Number two though, which is the most special is 
I'll be working and I'll either be on a Zoom call or just working, you know, doing my daily thing. I do a lot of our social and I'll have this piece of paper that slides across really slow in front of me. And on that piece of paper will be designs, will be a collection of things that say, you know, fierce ginger or ginger girl or, you know, whatever that, that, that comes across. And one of the kids has decided that they're going to spend 20 minutes and say, hey, dad, what do you think of this design? What do you think of this shirt? Would that work? Like, what do you think? Um, that's special, right? I mean, what what that's doing in in my mind is that it's it's we've been exposed we've exposed the business to the kids that give them a free forum to come and say, right? Hey, can do you think we could put this dress together? Like, do you think we could we could do that? Like, you know, um, the other kind of cool thing is we do some videos with them. Um, we kind of open up our home on our social media on, on Instagram and kind of follow their adventures in homeschooling and you know uh, they'll come and say okay dad so when you put this video up if we get 170 likes are we famous yeah cute <laughs> so it's it's working the way i wanted it to do i wanted it to from the start they're involved they think about the business um you know i, I can i can see the future for them that that I think that they'll you know if there's an opportunity they'll they'll at least one of them will want to 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 come on board and and really kind of put focus into it. Well yeah and it's it'll be just a more organic process at that point if they're involved from such a young age then it's not so crazy to have them take over the family business and then you can know that for sure that's what they want to do because they know it it's not just like they'll feel obliged or 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 whatever but uh yeah I think that's excellent. Yeah, it's super fun. I mean, we're having it. We're having a blast. Um, you know, I, I think with as as our team is growing, um, they're they're meeting all the different people that that uh, that are that are on our team, from the designers to to the partners in the business and whatnot. And and you know, I think they're seeing they're seeing happiness, right? They're seeing you know, dad's having fun with this. Um, you know, dad's also stressed about this sometimes, but that's cool because that's business. Um, they're they're seeing everything that you need to see in a small business. Uh, in a small town, Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, so, and you're you know, in you're yeah. in a beautiful part of uh, of Nova Scotia. There, part of Canada. Wolfville is so beautiful. Love it. It is. And one of the things we're surrounded by here, as you will know, are wineries. And oh, yes. there is, it's not out of the question yet to have a partnership with a wine that has a ginger infusion into it. So. Um, that might be coming up oh, a little, yeah, a little that's later. Smart, great idea. We have right. a few a few um, viewers' comments and questions for you. Sure. Okay, so one of our viewers is uh, we have a very funny friend who just gets obsessed with one thing. Oh, and, this is the blue cheeseburger. Well, usually he's about the blue cheeseburger, and he wants to ask. I thought he was going to ask you about blue cheese if you like a blue cheeseburger, <laughs> but he he has dropped the blue cheeseburger. Wow. I know. I'm shocked. That's and the first sign of uh, spring. He has <laughs> he has a new <laughs> obsession though. He wants to know what you think about big red chewing gum. Oh my god. Big red chewing gum. I mean, <laughs> look, I I I was a fan of it when I was growing up. So, you know, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. My grandfather used to call me Big Red. Oh, there. Yeah. My and dad was called Big Red too. Oh yeah. 
Well, look at that. Yep. I was like, well, I'll try not to take offense to that. Thanks, Papa. <laughs> Big red. I just went boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah. everything a, a you know tween girl wants to hear. Hey, Big Red. Oh, yeah, great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's look, it's if it, there are so many terms out there that are borderline offensive and borderline not right, like, mm-hmm. and especially in in what I know the most right now is the redhead culture. Yes. Um, you, you, you try to like, it's so hard to walk the line and, and be, and be sort of neutral on it because you know, there, there are so many things. So to me, like when I, when someone says big red to me, I think of my dad and I, and I think of my dad because not because he had red hair, but when we used to play hockey together and I used to play, you know, he used to come and coach our hockey team and stuff. And then we'd have these father and son uh, games, um, you know, back in the days, um, he would be dressed out from head to toe in red hockey gear. So red socks, red pants, red shirt, red helmet. And of course he got the big red nickname from that. So that the fact that he said, what do you think of big red? I mean, that's great. Cause it took me right back to that time in my life when it was just like, no worries, you know, having fun with my dad, you know, uh, on the ice. I mean, a Canadian thing, right? So I appreciate that question on so many levels. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> wow, he got it in. He Matt, got it in. Matt also had a really nice, another question that bothers me too. And I wanted to ask you about this. Um, he said, can you ask Darren where the saying redheaded stepchild came from? Because that's one thing that I, I've heard people say to me, oh, I wanted to beat her or beat him like a redheaded stepchild and i was like hey wait a second i am a redheaded stepchild hello wow like to say but, that and that's part of the discrimination maybe the slot discrimination slash uh unaware like the people people are unaware of anything that redheads might have gone through because i think people don't realize what they're even saying sometimes because i'm standing right in front of them i have clearly have red hair there's a very good chance i'm a stepchild because of divorce rates and everything but they're very comfortable just saying right in front of my face you know it's uh saying that phrase which is very offensive yeah, it is because when you look at what what that saying means, you know, it, it basically means you know someone who's who's unwanted or yeah. mistreated. Right. Um. So you know, but I mean, but I mean, when you look at another saying that we are 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 all familiar with, uh, is that the milkman son? You know. Right. These, right. 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 Like they're all they're all there. Um. Yeah. It's it to me. I mean, you know. I try to I I try to walk the line, right? So so I try to make sure that the clothing that we put out, we try to make it. Uh, okay, there's two ways to look at it, right? So if you go onto the internet right now and you typed in redhead clothing, well, you probably come up with a Bass Pro Shop because that they they've got the tie-in on redhead clothing, but that's not because it's red hair. But what I'm trying to say is, if you went onto another site and you looked up, you know, redhead T-shirts, you're going to come up with thousands upon thousands of websites that have um, redhead t-shirts or redhead inspired t-shirts. But really what the, what it is, is there will likely be a shirt that says, I'm a redheaded stepchild. I'm unwanted is basically mm-hmm. what they're saying. Um, you'll also come up with all the other different, you know, I call them gimmick shirts, you know? And so we, we, we have to be very careful as a, and I know I'm going really deep into this question. So sorry about that, but we, we have to be very careful as a company not to cross a line of gimmick because if we put ourselves out there strong, empowered, 
um, inspi inspired or whatever you want to call us, um, we have to really make sure that that we're we're not poking fun for the purpose of poking fun. I mean, you know, we we just right. we have to be very careful of that. So, um, so that that statement, you know, a, a redheaded stepchild. I mean, yeah, it is offensive. You know, to the to the wrong person. <laughs> maybe it's not to the or no, sorry, to the right person, but maybe it's not to the wrong person. So it all depends on how you kind of look at it. But great question. Good, you almost stumped me on that one. Yeah, it's it's um it's one of those weird one like um and and you it gets me thinking about even Annie like the the movie right. Annie or the story Annie, she's a, a little child and no one wants to adopt her in the orphanage 100%. especially and, uh, and a redhead you know yeah and that that very well be could very well be I don't know how how far back it goes I haven't done my my history on this but but now I'm going to because it's a good one to have uh, where it stemmed from where that where that term started from um, yeah. it would make sense Annie would be would be right up there um, you know but it, but it could also make sense even before that you know right. if we go back to to the you know to the vault um, one of the things though too that that you kind of reminded me of with this when you talk about Annie is you talk about actors and, and something that I, you will not watch a movie from this moment on. I promise you, whoever's listening, same thing. You will not, you will not, you will trust me on this. When you watch a movie from now on, any movie you see, first of all, every time you see a redhead, you're going to say, you're going to think, Oh yeah, red hair. Yeah. That's cool. That was an interesting conversation. Hopefully. Well, what you're going to see is this, you will always hear somebody and it's usually the writers who put this in here they won't just say that person over there in a movie. They'll say, oh, yeah, that redhead over there. Yeah. How many times do you hear, oh, you know, that blonde over there or that brunette over there or yeah. that gray hair over there? It's true. Uh, it never happens. So I can never tell if film um, specifically is crossing the line of making fun of a redhead when they say, oh, yeah, the redhead just, you know, the girl, the, the redhead over there. Yeah. Um, if they're crossing the line between, you know, is it, is it, are you making fun, poking fun or purposely really making fun? Like, you know, or is it just because like, why? So I in other words, easy, if I could easy ask, to identify uh, uh, or know. yeah. Yeah. It's just, so it's really interesting. And I, I can't remember what movie I was watching just yesterday morning or the other day. Uh, it came up again. And I see it in movies all the time. Everyone will pinpoint the redhead. So I'd love to know, the reason why you pinpoint the redhead, you know, actually one of the shows was, uh, I just finished watching Superstore um, from, from Netflix and um, the writer of that show, um, you know, used the redhead term quite a bit in the show, and, you know? And so actually I didn't, I reached out to him on Instagram. Um, obviously I didn't hear back, but I was like, yeah, I'm really interested, you know, how you, how you, and why you use the term redheaded when you're referring to, you know, not to cause any kind of stir or anything, but I thought it was really interesting to, to, to see. And then another movie I watched had the same thing. Oh, the redhead over there. From now on, when you watch movies, you'll see that and you'll hear it and you're like, yeah, you know what, why do they, why do they single out a redhead? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, if I'm ever meeting anyone who hasn't met me before, all I have to say is, like, some people will say, I'll be the one in the red shirt or I'll be the one in the blue shirt. I just say I'm the redhead because, like, there's so, so rarely are there going to be more than me there. Yes. So maybe yes. it's an identifiable and, and think, thing. Yeah, and, and for that, though, I think that's that's super positive. Like, hey, I'm the one in the red hair. So it's there's nothing like calling attention to yourself by saying, Hey, check me out. I'll be the one with the red hair. So when you scour the room, that's me. <laughs> I wish I had that. 
Our mutual you friend know. Sandra McIntyre is commenting here on YouTube. She's watching oh, cool. us live. Yeah. And she says, um, she says, Darren says wine, and Jen says, oh, yes. <laughs> <Does he imagine? laughs> I thought that was funny. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I, I we, We've cracked the code on that then. Yeah. <laughs> Darren, where can people find you online? Sure. Uh, we can be found online at www.authenticgingerclothing.com. It's a long one. I'll say it again. Authentic gingerclothing.com it's long but it's simple so it's not like you know how do you spell that it's very uh, simple authentic gingerclothing.com and uh, on social do you guys have uh, Instagram I know you have a Facebook page yeah yeah Facebook and Instagram are both authentic ginger clothing perfect Darren this has been great Jen do you have anything uh, to add just that uh, Darren was nice enough to send me one of his shirts, so I'm going to wear that at some point on the show. So watch yeah. for that, and we can show you. It's very nice design. I don't know if you do the design yourself, Darren, but it's really nice, very slick. If you go to his site, you can tell it's like really tasteful, good quality, nice brand. So um, anybody would want to wear it because it's just cool looking, very that's why, simple and slick. It's really nice. That's why I asked uh, your background because it's really nice. Like it's on point and, you know, usually would take a long time for people to bring a business to where you have in, in such a short amount of time. So uh, kudos, we'll be watching. And and when you said you'd love to team up with influencers and stuff, I mean, we'll, we'll gladly um, promote your brand and and we want to see it grow especially now as a new identifying a redhead as myself <laughs> oh my god right I'm, i was uh, just gonna say there's a shirt in your future as well now it's official i'm in brave well i have to uh, i'm embracing it i'm officially oh a redhead god. so when, when we finish here i'm gonna have to process the fact that i'm a redhead and oh i'm gonna have my to god. and process all of the x's that jen brought up today i mean i'm gonna have to uh <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it right. when you're jealous. Stop acting yeah. like redhead. Hey, what do you call redhead in French, Jules? Oh, Rouquin. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. That might actually. Yeah. That might be something to explore too, Darren, because Julian is French, mm-hmm. and he does French right. French comedy too. So if you made, uh, and there's. A lot of he's got a big following in French and people love him. So that's actually something. yeah, that's that's a good way to expand your brand. I mean, uh, sunscreen is a way, but also just another language that another would language. be uh, yeah. especially in Canada. I mean, yeah, like a lot of and French followers, his his fans are really loyal to him and and love him. So if that's something to think about too. Well, you know what? That sounds to me like a, a collaboration. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, hundred percent. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. Well, Darren Roach, thank you so much. This has been a real pleasure. I um, I was excited to talk to you, even though I wasn't sure what to expect. And this is uh, was a great chat. <laughs> it was and, really and interesting. Informative, yeah. interesting. And uh, check out uh, Authentic Ginger Clothing Company out there, everybody, and uh, support, support this growing brand. Thanks so much for joining us today, man. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And have yourselves a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Whoops, I cut that Whoa. short. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to uh, cut that short. As he was saying, all right. Uh, anyway, that was great. That was really, really uh, fun chat. Um, like I said, I didn't know what to expect. I, like I knew it, I knew it would be good, especially mm-hmm. from uh, a Maritimer. You can just chat away. So go to uh, Authentic 
gingerclothing.com, authenticgingerclothing.com. Follow them on Instagram at authenticgingerclothing and on Facebook, authenticgingerclothing as well. Like mm-hmm. the page, follow on Instagram. Is this yeah. for me? Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. You could have said that. No, I don't want to. Oh. Um, okay. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Jeez, oh, I'm all over the map. Cutting Darren off shortly, playing mm-hmm. a song. That's okay. Abruptly, I should say. That was great. I really enjoyed that. Thank yeah, you. Uh, I love having guests. Yes, it's fun. It's really fun. It really is. It's You get to know someone. Yeah, and don't forget to let us know if you have any suggestions for guests because we're always looking for something interesting. Yeah, email us, jdshow at lemonpress.ca. And you know what? We'll, we'll make it a point to meet Darren in person. I want to go to Wolfville again. I Maybe love towards Wolfville. the end of the summer. Yeah, beautiful. I, I miss back home. I miss the Maritimes. You can see Sandra too. Yep. Thanks a lot, everybody, for watching. Reminding you once again, if you could please do this a favor uh, and go on Apple Podcasts and rate and re- leave a review of the show. It helps us grow tremendously. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe, of course. Smash the like button, as they say. Follow us on social media, at Julian Dion Show on Instagram, The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant on Facebook. Jen, I love you. Love you. Thanks again to our wonderful guest, Darren Roach. AuthenticGingerClothing.com Check it out We appreciate you watching We'll see you tomorrow Oh, it's hump day today Happy hump day, by the way And garbage day We'll see you tomorrow For Thursday morning show Bright and early And until then Watch your head Waste of time A beautiful waste of time Time.